Hey, what's up, y'all? My name is Ernie C. The Gap Tooth Genius, and I am back for episode 104 of the. Shoot that shit. Don't worry. Shit the shit. You'll get the shit. I believe this shit. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ernie C, the Gap Tooth Genius, and I am your host, founder, creator, all that good stuff, the STS Podcast. And man, I want to apologize. I want to start off the rip. I think I'm a man who could take accountability, and I'll admit when I'm wrong, and I admit when I'm fucking procrastinating. It's been 18 days since we dropped the podcast, yo, and I apologize for that, and uh, it falls on me. I'm a one-man band, and um, I got a lot of things going on, as we all, right, as we all do. And um, it's been over six, seven months. We had a period this long without dropping a podcast. Again, this is episode 104. And I hope you guys are still here with me. Shout out to the listeners, returning listeners. Welcome to the show. Um, Welcome back to the show. New listeners. Again, this is the Shooting the Shit STS podcast, episode 104. And man, it's been 18 days since we dropped a podcast. And that's all on me. And uh, I apologize for that. And it's something that falls... um, Again, it's all on me. I got nothing else to say. It's uh, something we're gonna we're gonna bounce back from this. And I miss you guys, man. I miss being on the on the podcast. I miss talking to the audience. I you know, there's a lot of things going on in the world right now. I think we're gonna talk about that a lot today. Um, we're gonna title this episode "Back in It," and you're gonna find out why we're back in it after we give a quick shout out to our sponsors, Monkey Smog Chicken Repair. Monkey Smog Chicken Repair is located at 1331 East Truxton Avenue, specializing in AC services. Man, it's getting cold out there, so get go get your AC services are not just for the cold. It's gonna be for that heater too. Get that heater fixed today with Monkey Smog Chicken Repair. Your windshield wipers, tires, alignments. Oil changes, smog checks, everything you need is with Monkey Smog Check and Repair. They're going to get your car running like it was a day one car. Like you're back in the game, running smooth, running fast, running hopefully with some longevity in your goddamn car. Change your oil, ladies and fellas. Good Lord. Smog Check, Monkey Smog Check and Repair, 1331 East Truxton Avenue. If you mention the STS podcast today, they'll give you $10 off your services. That's $10 off any of your services only at Monkey Smog Check and Repair. And man, again, returning listeners, welcome back to the show and new listeners. I hope you found us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, iHeartRadio, wherever you can find your favorite podcast. I promise you the STS podcast is going to be there shooting the shit and we might become your next favorite podcast. And uh, God damn, what's going on right now? You know, if you follow us on the STS Podcast 661 on Twitter and Instagram, you're going to get all the latest information and news with us, and you're going to see what we got going on. It's been crazy with the merchandise, y'all. Make sure you guys get these DJ EC3 hoodies now. We got the character. It's called it's called DJ EC3 in the East Side animated character made by my guy Rob. We got the Keep Grinding black and um, gray hoodies. We got the Keep Grinding 2.0. Actually, black and gray hoodies. Where we're just we're not making Pacific colors. We're making all colors, all sizes. The only thirty dollars today. You buy two, you get two for fifty, and that's gonna be for you guys, man. This is gonna be exclusive audio podcast only today. No guests, no video, just straight old school the way we used to do things. Just because, man. Um, you're about to hear why. I, we're gonna start. We're gonna start by doing this, man. I don't. I don't we don't need to waste any more time. Um, to be honest with you guys, uh, 
this is what's been going on lately. Uh, the last three weeks have been life-changing for me, believe it or not. Life-changing. Uh, big shout-out to my dad, EC2. Happy birthday to EC2. The man turned 51 years old on Halloween. Halloween is the day that we celebrate Father's birthday. We you know, we do the costume thing and shit, but it's, it's, it's our father's birthday. It was a good time. Another year blessed with my father. I know he gets mad when he's not on the podcast. One day we're going to have him on as, have him on as a guest. And uh, we wanna, we'll start that out. Good, quick shout-out to my father, man. Uh, uh, love EC to the death, and he's a quiet investor, a quiet investor in DJ EC3 Entertainment. And man, speaking of DJ EC3 Entertainment, along with the merchandise, we got these raffles every month. If you see a sticker, you see a banner, sign up for the mailing list at DJ EC Book ec3.com sorry book ec3.com or take a picture of any banner or sticker. Make sure you Tag me in that sticker and just post it on your story, post it on your social media. You're going to be entered every month. We're doing $100 giveaways for both raffles. That's right, $100, but just by showing your boy some love. And it's awesome, man. It's been The turnout has been great. Um, I need to stop saying so fucking um so many fucking times on the podcast. I'm sorry. I get angry when I do that. I'm just, I'm, I'm amped up right now on the monster. It's 8.15 p.m. We've been grinding since 7.30 in the morning. And let me tell you why now. Let's get back into it. So, you guys know I've coached uh, basketball for years now, right? About four or five years. One of the, I think the very first podcast was called The Big Three. That was our first episode. If you go back to our first episode, you see foothill state run um we're, we're really talking about what's going on we were in the hotel room the night before our state championship game you see how much we love basketball what basketball has brought to my life hopefully to my players life it's it's a great ride it's a great game it's a it's something you fall in love with i don't want to say it's addicting but when you start coaching and then you stop suddenly it's an itch that you need to scratch and you see especially when you see your peers and your colleagues still coaching and enjoying it you know, it's, damn, I want to be out there, you know, I want to be out there, I want to, I want to contribute, I want to be a leader of the youth, I want to be someone who could help these kids take it to the next level, doesn't matter if it's take it to the next level in, in school, in life, um, guidance, uh, just their thought process, just be a positive in some of these kids' lives, right? That's why we do it. I, it's not so much about the winning and the trophies and all that bullshit, league titles. But I, I'm not a fucking baller. I'm not one of these old athletic jocks living in their past glory. I don't do none of that shit. Um, I do it because I'm an East Side boy, right? And when I say that, I mean that means I, my, my peers and my my mentors were my age. My mentors were fuck-ups. My mentors were people who were telling me, Earn, this ain't the right way to go. I seen what a positive male influence, even though they, they if you fucking judge a book by its cover, good God, you will see what these guys, sometimes these motherfuckers are rough, right? Whatever. But there was always that person in my life who was showing me the right thing to do. And if I could be that for somebody else, because I didn't have that in high school. I was really, I was running with the wrong crowd. I think that's been the story. You guys heard the story thousands and thousands of times about why I love coaching basketball. Um, so just to do that is, uh, it's a blessing. It's a privilege. It's an honor to help any of these kids out. doesn't matter what school it's at. And this past summer, you know, I, I resigned from where I was at with, at, uh, with the boys basketball team. And 
it's not their fault. It was my fault. You know, I, I was really, how can I say this? I was making moves off emotion. I was being real emotional. Nothing that they did. It was just, I didn't feel I fit in this established program, a successful established program, right? And again, no fault on their own. They oh, they walk with me in open arms. Sometimes my ego doesn't let me fit in the places where I need to be at, and that's my fault too. Um, ego fucks up a lot of things in life. I'm continuing to learn that. I think I did learn that. I I learned um, that I made my bed and I gotta make. I gotta sleep in it now. Um, I made a lot of moves off of um, you know, like I said, just based off emotion. I was really um, how do I? My guy Domo tells me this. I'm really um. Here we go with the fucking um word again. I make a lot of decisions sometimes just off the rip. I don't put a lot of thought to it. And that's the way I like, you know, we. I like to go off the fly. I like to make my moves. I don't like second guessing myself. I don't like thinking a lot about my moves. I just want to feel if it feels good in my heart and um, I'm impulsive. There you go. That's the word. If it feels good in my heart, I want to make that move. And at the time, I did feel like. I was making that right move by resigning from coaching basketball, and I missed it during the summer, you know, and getting back into class, seeing, the, you know, the campus and just being around, you know, our students and seeing the guys asking me, well, Coach, you going to come back? And seeing last year what the girls' program was going through, right, the girls' basketball program, you seen the lack of leadership, you seen the lack of commitment, enthusiasm love of the game from whoever was in charge you know with the girls program last year that's no knock on them it's not for everybody right and I remember telling myself if I come back to coach I want to challenge myself and going into girls basketball and you know all summer I said no I'm not going to coach and I used the line I like a stress-free life. When I'm not coaching, I'm stressing about only what I want to stress about. And when you start coaching, you start stressing about shit that you can't control. You start stressing about, you know, now 35 other players, right? Um, I didn't want to do that, you know? I, I felt, I thought I didn't want to do that. And go, like I said, being back on campus and... I got the word, you know, shout out to my guy Jackson. My, you know, he gave me the word like, hey, Aaron, the girls wouldn't mind if you help me coach, you know, because at the time I think he was positioning himself in that spot, you know, helping me coach. And, they, you know, they, they really like your enthusiasm. They like, you know, your mind state. They like, you know, motivating you. They like uh, the motivation you give them. And you care. That's what, you know, the, I think that's half the battle with coaching. Once the kids see that you care, they're going to go through a wall for you. And, and and connecting the players that's part of the battle yo it's it's x's and o's i always heard and it's true x's and o's and teaching basketball that's easy right but connecting to these players and getting these players to trust you and establishing that relationship that's how you that's 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 the battle you want to win and um yeah i denied the job you know i denied that i said no i'm not gonna coach anymore i'm done i'm done but damn y'all i'm not gonna lie there's been so many nights i'm like fuck i want to coach you know, back on campus, and you see the guys in conditioning, the girls in conditioning. Like, damn, I want to coach. You see your guys all around you, you know, coaching basketball, coaching wrestling. You know, your homies um at North, everywhere, man. Delano, 
you see all these guys getting ready for the season and you're like, fuck, I'm I'm missing something. I I'm not happy here. Especially when you come and go into where, where I work at. I went to work there because I wanna take this job but I wanna be coaching on the side. Coach is gonna make that balance out and, you know, provide my Romero with the boost it needs and uh goddamn I it was just something I needed, yo. And I know um shout out to Coach Pena. He he told me he planned the seed about two months ago and I seen what he did. Smart guy that guy is, he's smart. He laid it on me, he told me, you know, I want you to help coach, you know, I think it'll be good for you. We know I would love to help and would love your help and just, you know, help me with this program. Told him no. That was two months ago. That was August twenty eighth. Never forget August twenty eighth. Told him no, I'm not gonna do it, dog. Thank you, but I'm not gonna coach. But if I did, it would be for girls basketball, right? Um, I think I burnt a bridge, sadly, and it's all love, I know that. But I think I did burn the bridge, and that's on me again. I'm still learning a lot about life. I'm thirty years old, and I'm still fucking learning, y'all. Um, and I think that's that's the first step to getting better as a man is understanding where you fuck up at and uh getting better and trying to make sure you don't you know, make those uh, mistakes again. And fast forward now, about a week ago, two weeks ago, I started getting that itch again. Started asking the guys, started asking the girls, hey, how's conditioning going? And um, my girlfriend, who's an angel, you know, she really, she motivates me to do whatever I want to do in life. She's supportive of everything I do. And I talked to her and I told her what I was feeling about coaching again. And I know I just got to ask, Mr. you know, I got to ask Penya. Hey, Penya, I'm going to do this. And I know he would be on board, you know. I know he'll have some ground rules for me. And, you know, he'll let me um, do what I want and just follow his lead, right? Be a good assistant. Be a good soldier, as my guy Tony Varela would say. Um, Talked to my girlfriend. And it just happened that, you know, sometimes the stars align and... We decided with our schedules, there is a fit. There is a spot for coaching. And I thought about it for a couple of days. And that's when I made the phone call to Coach Pena. Um, I want to be on your staff. I want to be your right-hand man. I want to help you with whatever you need in the program. Um, I've been around some winning programs, right? Like we said, we just... Uh, we just... Um, one state a couple years ago, doesn't matter what division it was, we fucking went to state, made the playoffs a few times. You know, last year being with the boys program, you've seen how a structured program is. And you start, you know, you see these diff- different programs around town and you gain experience. And I'm thinking I could bring that experience to this Lady Scott's program. You know, with Pena, Jackson, Soto, Chloe, all of these coaches now. Now we could just get this right and we could give a winning mentality to this program that needs to be rejuvenated and needs to have that love and commitment from coaches from varsity all the way to frost off, right? And we're here to do it now. And I knew if I got in the game again, I would be happier. I would be here to give them my all. And you guys can hear in the sound of my voice, I am ready to go and I am now with the Lady Scots basketball team at Highland High, and it feels fucking amazing, y'all. I want to tell you right now, it feels great. I'm I'm back in it, and the last we had nine practices so far, 
and I could tell you it, it's been great. It's been a fun time. I'm I'm learning a lot too. Again, I want to challenge myself. I'm at the point in my life I need to be challenged in my life, right? I want challenges. I don't want to be stagnant. I don't want to be content with anything. This is a new journey. Coaching women's ladies basketball, women's basketball is a new journey for me because I've only known how to coach men's basketball. But let me tell you guys something. Basketball is basketball. If you're good at coaching basketball, you're good at connecting with these kids. It doesn't matter if they're women or men. You could do that shit. You could set them up to succeed. That's what we're trying to do right now. That's why I'm trying to impl- and just, just bring my energy to this program. I can't change everything. I can't go out there and you know win these games for these girls. I can't I drop every play in the book. I'm not a basketball genius, but I could get them to see what we see, to put the work in, and you get what you put in with this game. It's always with everything in life. You're going to get what you put in, right? And it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm glad I made the move. There was a couple di- I, I I really, really didn't know if this was going to be the move for me. I didn't know if this was going to be the, the the right time. I didn't know if the timing was right, but sometimes, you know, we talk about this on the podcast all the time. Sometimes you got to just say, fuck it, let's do what we got to do. We're not going to look at it with a half full mentality. We're going to, or we're not going to look at it a half empty mentality. We're going to look at this with a half full mentality. We're going to give them everything they can because they deserve it. These kids deserve it. They don't deserve people sitting on their ass all day during practice yelling orders and barking orders and not doing shit for them. We're not going to do that. I refuse to do that. And we're going to talk. We're going to do that. Hopefully, this, you know, the season goes well. Hopefully, you know, maybe if the wins don't come, we get the lessons in life. Maybe we can start building something special. Maybe this could be the plant that grows and we can leave a legacy here. Maybe we could get a league title for the first time in a couple of years. I think we won one league title in the last 23 years. We need we, we can stop that now. The buck stops here. It's like my guy Joe Biden said. I know y'all love Biden, right? Good God. Shout out to those gas prices. We could do, make a change, and I believe in it. And I don't like wasting my time. And I trust Coach Bania to do, to to help to help me grow as a coach. I trust in his program. I, I trust in what he's doing for this program. And um, I think it's gonna be a I think it's gonna be a great time. I think it's gonna be a good move. And I hope everybody enjoys it. Come on, see us, man, Lady Scots. Once I get the schedule put up for you guys, I promise it's gonna be a great, great, um, a great thing we're starting here. And shout out to everybody who's supporting, man. I want to thank everybody for the opportunity. You know, I don't have they don't have to let me on any staff in this county, and just to get the opportunity to be on another basketball staff is um this is what I got. and then this time too. And I'm not naive. I'm not a stupid man. It's put up or shut up, Ern. Uh, you you have to show what you you're made of now. You want another opportunity to coach? You burned your bridge with the boys. This is your chance to shine now. This is your time to show what you're made of. Show that you're committed and you're going to do what you have to do to make help make this program better, help make our athletes not only successful on the court, but successful off the court in and out the classroom. And that's all I want to do, y'all. That's all I want to do. And again, I'm, I appreciate every opportunity that's afforded to me. I am not taking this lightly and I'm ready to go. And I think a motivated Ernie, uh, God damn, I'm, when I'm motivated, y'all, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a whole different beast. It's a whole different thing of... um. To me, it's exciting. I'm not tired. I'm ready to go. I'm not going to be bitching. I'm not going to do anything like that because I love the game. And I love what I'm doing again, man. And, again, sometimes in life, we got to do – sometimes we got to take these risks off. If you guys have that itch and you guys have a passion like I do, and I know you guys know I DJ and, you know, I'm working, trying to become a teacher, doing all this shit, right, podcasting. But coaching has a special place in my heart. 
coaching is how I stay connected to what's going on in this world now. You know, the kids, this technology, these kids, they're advancing in the fucking age that's impossible. I cannot believe the amount of social media they have, the music they have, um, what they're exposed to, like... We gotta make sure that they're staying on this right path. They gotta see. They gotta have a fuck. They have. They have to have a sane mind sometimes. Cause you guys know, especially in this world of social media bullying, social media clout, they need someone to say, "Yo, that's not the way." They're saying, "Cool, let me remind you who you are. Let me remind you what this life's all about. It's not about what you see on social media. It's not about what you think the world is like. All oh, sunshines and rainbows. No, it's rough. So let me tell you something. When it's rough, when you get your ass knocked down, you get back up and you keep pushing, and you don't even let them know that that shit bothered you. It's a grind. It's a it's a struggle. But what what else can we do? We we're gonna we gotta live this life. We don't got another one. You know, when we gone, who knows what the hell we got after this. So, yeah, man, that's what I've been doing, coaching, <laughs> coaching, coaching. We're back in the game. We're back in it. episode 104. I want to give a big, uh, not a big, I want to give a rest in peace to Diane Cordero. Her son, Joey, is a, is a act as a frequent longtime listener of the STS podcast. She's been my mom and dad's friend since the eighties, y'all years, 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 years. And she's fought a long battle. She had a hard, hard battle. And just want to say rest in peace, Diane Cordero. Never going to forget you. Um, it's it's tough, you know. It, it's tough to have the loss and any type of... It doesn't matter what you go through. If, it, it's, it's, if it's a sickness, if it's an accident, if it's just an act of God. Just have to lose someone, lose your mom, someone lose their grandma, someone lose their friend, sister, daughter... Colleague, it's hard, man. And you know, it's sad. It's, it's horrible, you know. And it's one day you, you fuck. I say that every time I see my grandparents. You know, one day it's gonna, it's one day it's gonna strike you too, you know. And it doesn't make it any easier. It doesn't make it okay. We all just gotta be prepared for it. And I want to just say, rest in peace, Diane Cordero. Great woman, hell of a woman, strong woman. And uh, my guy Joey. Condolences to you and your family, brother. I know you lost your grandma too, and I can't imagine the pain you went through. And it's crazy, man. And you know, you, you see my dad's friends go. It's 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 rough, man. It's rough, and you know, this morning we seen Henry Ruggs, wide receiver from the Oakland Raiders. We see what he's going through right now, y'all. And it's you fucking. You know, I don't feel bad for the kid. I don't, cause we know we all had the responsibility, and I'm not an angel either. Just drinking and driving, and we all know that we fucking see these, you know, the presentations they give us at school, you know, the lectures we get all the time from our parents about drinking and driving, and they always say, cause you never know who you might hurt. And God, people, Henry Ruggs, I believe he was a top five pick a couple years ago out of Alabama, wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders, and you see that he. Had a DUI accident resulting in the death of somebody today. He rear-ended somebody so hard that I guess they're that 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 person's car is um was f- fuck dude was in flames. That person probably burned to death. I don't know the exact um damn. I don't know the exact cause of death. I'm not. I'm just speculating. Um, let me see here. Let me check here. Yeah, she killed a woman today. Let's see here. Let's see. Let's see. 
It doesn't say exactly here. Uh, let's see here. It looks like that car, just it's the impact probably killed that person, you know? And, you know, let me... This is what we're talking about. He killed he killed somebody, right? And you can I'm I never done it, but I would imagine that's gonna live with him for the rest of his fucking life, right? And you gotta think too, the person that died, they have a family. There's someone's daughter, someone's mom, and alcohol was a factor in this, right? And he's twenty two years old and it looks like he just threw away his whole career because of one mistake. And it's a horrible mistake. And, and honestly, I'm sorry if you guys don't feel this way. He has to pay for the fucking consequences of your mistake. Sometimes a mistake has consequences. Your action has a, has an effect. He should, you know what? And I have had friends who were killed by drunk drivers. Sometimes you got to be punished to the fullest extent of the law. And we're not here to judge him. We don't know what's going on. We don't know whose fault it was, but... It doesn't look good for Mr. Ruggs right now. And it, it it's sad, man. Again, you see this kid with so much potential, so much promise. Hell of a football player. One of the best wide receivers to come out of Alabama. And does that fucking matter, right, with the life or death situation? I don't think it does. But that's how we know them, these celebrities, you know. Do, is this going to be another act of cele- another case of the celebrity, another celebrity getting off easy? A slap on the wrist. Which most people think happen with these people, right? They don't. They don't. They don't get punished. They get a slap on the wrist, and they get you know they're more privileged than the regular person, right? And it's just sad because you gotta think, no matter what he did, whatever happens, he has to live with this for the rest of his life. I would imagine that man has a conscience. He's smart, right? He has some empathy. He has. Some, he's a heart. He he knows he fucked up, right? You would you're gonna think fuck the football career, right? And the millions and all that bullshit. That doesn't even matter when it comes to someone dying. You got to live with that for the rest of your life that you were involved in an act that caused someone else's life to end. That has to weigh heavy on his mind now. I bet you he has to be thinking about that right now. I'm sure the career is not too far ahead in his mind on that list. But it's sad, man. It's um, it's devastating to hear. As much, you know, we talk a lot about the Raiders and all this shit, but we don't ever want these guys to kill somebody. We don't ever want these people to go to jail. We don't, like, not like that, you know, ever like that. Another black man in jail, another Mexican man in jail. We don't want that shit ever. And it's just sad, man. It's just, it, it, God, I mean, devastating news coming out today out of Las Vegas, man. You just feel for the people who died in their family. And you feel for Ruggs, who's going to lose his whole career, his promising career, had a potential to be, a good wide receiver for a long time and um just sad man it's fucking sad so i think it was at 3 30 in the morning like goddamn dude and uh we'll see what happens man hopefully you know prayers to that family and prayers to rugs and hopefully he doesn't this is the end of the line of his life he see me he, he, he learns from his mistake he be, you know and see what happens you know i know a lot of probably the family is probably fucking hating him right now. I don't blame them at all. I don't blame them at all. So we shall see what happens. It's just sad, you know. It's just sad to see someone so young throw away their life for one mistake, for, you know, one stupid moment. And um, it's crazy. That's why we had Lyft and fucking Uber, y'all. 
And I heard the NFL, I think I read this report today, the NFL has a hotline 24-7 for players to get picked up by two people. One person to take them home, one person to take the ride to their house. Um, Got to protect the league, right? So, it sucks to see that, man. And it's going to suck seeing Caleb Plant get knocked the fuck out by Canelo Alvarez. Canelo Alvarez and Plant fight this weekend, y'all. It's going to be a hell of a boxing match, I think. I don't think it's going to be a one-round knockout, nothing like that. I don't think Caleb Plant is a, he's not a walk in the park. I'm, we cannot say this man is a walk in the park. I do think Alvarez is going to kick his ass. I think he's a big, 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 big um, favorite in this one. He's going to be fighting Caleb Plant. Caleb Plant for the WBC, WBA, IBF, and WBL. Super, super good. God, I'm not even drunk. Good, I can't even fucking say that. Good God. Super middleweight championship. And, oh, man. We got to see what's going to happen with Canelo. And, uh, we know, what is look at this here? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. They're saying that no one's ever came... You know, try to test out Canelo, but man, we seen Canelo fight against some good fighters. I don't know if Caleb Plant's even a top five fighter he's ever faced in his life. Um, I don't know if man, they're saying this guy's a sleeping giant. Uh, I think, and they're saying that even Caleb Plant's minimal experience is gonna be hard for Alvarez to dissect and study. That's bullshit. Who wrote this article? This is a horrible article. No oh, man, and that's about him going up to past 168. I'm not mad at him. Do what you, hey, I'm whatever Canelo wants to do at this point. Canelo could do whatever the hell he wants. The man is is built, and I'm. You guys know me. I'm not the biggest cinnamon fan in the world, but I will tell you right now, whatever legacy Canelo wants to leave and bless us with, I'm all for it. He earns. He has earned the right to call the shots. That's why he got rid of his little promoter. And that's why he's 56 and one. And you guys all know who that one loss came to. I'm not going to talk about that again. But we all said, oh, he can't beat Billy Joe. He's 30 and no. Beat him down. Caleb Smith, 27 and no. Beat him down. My guy Anvil Yadrim, 21 and 2. Beat him down. Sergey Kovalev, beat him down. Daniel Jacobs, beat him down. Rocky Fielding, he's from Britain. He's a, he ain't never found a British man like this. Beat him down. Oh, GGG, don't want that again. We just had a tie. Beat him down. Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. is going to come kick his ass. Beat him down. Liam Smith's a fucking great British fighter. Beat him down. Amir Khan has those fast hands. He's going to beat him up with that fast jab. And he's going to hit him with a punch you don't see coming. Beat him down. Miguel Cotto's a legend. He's a dog in there. Canelo's going to have a fucking run for his money. Beat him down. James Kirkland. He has, what's her name? Ann Smith. Where the fuck that woman, that crazy ass boxer? Um, was it? What the hell is James Kirkland's bo- trainer's name? It's and something. Let's see. And see Kirkland trainer. I think it's and what? And Wolf. I knew it was something. And and Wolf's gonna come in there and get him. But I will give you guys this, man. When he fought Laura, Laura gave it to him. I might have, and that's one of the fights I think Canelo might have lost in the GGG first one too. First GGG fight and that Laura fight. Oh man, those are some. Those are some, those are some, we could watch those again. We could, we could look at the rounds and you guys can make, I think we can make arguments that Laura won some of those rounds. And, um, again, Canelo has been, he has a resume of a Hall of Famer now. This is not ending anytime soon. I think the man's only 30 years old and 
is 31 years old and it's not going to stop anytime soon. And I shout to Caleb Plant, 21 and 0, 29 years old with 12 knockouts. He's beat Caleb Truax, Mike Lee, and I'm going to be honest with you guys, I don't know any other motherfucker on this list that he beat. But that's okay. Um, Just to, you know, he's a champion. We can't get him that he's an IBF champion. And Canelo was on a mission to get this thing undisputed. He's out of Nashville, Tennessee. And he is the underdog. He is the number three fighter. Actually, yeah, the number five fighter in the world is his, at his weight. I'm not going to count him out. I'm not going to say he's going to get fucked up and beat down. And we're going to say, oh, man, that man had no business in the ring with Canelo Alvarez. Not saying that at all. But it's going to be an interesting fight, and I'm all for it. I am all for it. And if you guys seen the last couple of belts, man, we had Fury and, you know, Tyson Tyson Fury and Wadley. We had um, my guy Yusick and Joshua. It's been a fucking hell. Mikey Garcia just got. What happened to Mikey Garcia last week? Oh, God. Boxing is, uh, again, people been sleeping on boxing. Boxing has some great belts the last two, three years, man. You guys can't, you guys cannot deny that. It's it's a beautiful thing to see. And um, I What's prediction? Okay, let's have a prediction, Ernie. I am predicting Canelo knocks out Caleb Plant in the eighth round. Knockout, eighth round. You guys heard it here first. Canelo Alvarez is going to beat down Caleb Plant with a knockdown in the eighth round. And um, I hope you guys are watching. I know you guys probably aren't, but I'm going to tell you guys the truth. We're watching AEW Wrestling, and it's a great time to be a wrestling fan, as we always say. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Eddie Kingston had a hell of a match, man. Daniel Bryan, and I know he he left the WWE in good terms. I am glad he left WWE because it's great to see him go against these guys. Dustin Rhodes, um, he had a great match with Kenny Omega. He had a great match with Eddie Kingston the other day. He is showing his versatility with all these opponents that he's fighting. It's great to see. I think it might be Ambrose to him in the finals. Who knows? But it's great to see... Where wrestling is right now, where wrestling is, um, where's where it's going. I love seeing CM Punk back, and there's a lot of debate right now with CM Punk. Unlike Daniel Bryan, who's fighting right now for you know he has a reason to fight. Title eliminator, you know he keeps winning. He's gonna move further. In this, he's gonna move further in this tournament to become AEW champion. CM Punk has been fighting everybody you throw his way. And I think people under I think people are saying, well, why not build them up and have them fight these marquee bouts at a pay per view? Once let's make his appearance special, right? Let's let's get the ratings to where they need to be. Let's build the ratings, build the anticipation. Let's have a great storyline. And I'm all for that, ladies and gentlemen. I am all for that. But let me tell you guys something. I don't think they give a fuck about that. I think CM Punk is telling his own story the way he wants to. He wants to work with these young guys. He wants to work with these new stars in the in the in the industry. He wants to show that he hasn't lost a step, and he's trying to get back. And I think he's trying to get back in that in that momentum, that's in that swing of things too. Um, I think he's challenging himself with these different styles. I think he wants to show that he belongs with this new breed of a pro wrestler that's being cultivated at AEW right now, and I think it's a beautiful thing to see. And yeah, I think. We definitely need that big storyline, but what's that's the only bad thing right now with the booking with AEW. None of these, all these matches are made off the fly, on the fly, on the fly, on the fly. No reason, no rhyme or reason. We just want to fuck each other up, and sometimes I'm cool, cool with that. But I do believe that we need a storyline, and it doesn't have to be now, but maybe further down the road, we're gonna need a storyline. Who ran him over? Um, you don't have it anymore. You're washed up. 
you know, we're going to make your life a living hell while you're here type of storyline. There's so many avenues you can go. And honestly, duplication is the greatest compliment right now. You can look back in these in, in the, these storylines from the 70s, 80s, and just look at what they were doing. And maybe we could just try to, you know, make a revised version of that. Who who knows, man? I'm all for it. I, I think what they're doing with Daniel Bryan right now and CM Punk is amazing. I love seeing it. I love seeing uh, Sammy Guevara getting his shot. He's a great champion right now, great TNT champion. I love seeing um, Dr. Baker. We got to go for the ladies. It just ladies in general. Sasha, Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair showing that she don't give a fuck about nothing right now. <coughs> Excuse me. Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar bringing down the house the other night. Goldberg and Al Ashley having a hell of a bout. Edge, who's 48, good God, right? Is having a great fucking run right now. It's amazing to see what wrestling is doing. And we see Ring of Honor, right? And you got to think, Ring of Honor now is saying that they're going to close up shop, release all their wrestlers at the end of the year, who they paid, by the way. They paid every wrestler, every dime they were owned. And I think they invested so much money in a pre-pandemic world thinking, oh, we're going to make a run as a solid third, maybe in the second biggest company in the wrestling world. And the pandemic hit, and there's no shows. That means when you're not running a show, that means you're not earning any money, right? So they ate the bullet, and I, I didn't even know they were owned by Sinclair, which is a billion-dollar industry, which is great. What happens now to these guys? I love the wrestling game right now, not because of WWE versus AEW. I love the wrestling game because everybody who loves wrestling, who's who dedicates their life and sacrifices for the game and love of pro wrestling, has a shot to make money. And when you make money as a man, that means you could take care of your family. You could live the dream. You could take care of whatever you need to take care of. You can make a living off what you love. And you know here at DJ EC3 Entertainment, we're all for that. We're all for trying to make money off what you love. So, man, check out some wrestling, y'all. I know you guys, oh, man, I'm fucking 30 years old. Nah, nah, watch this shit. Great storytelling. Great way to, you know, show the vision. And, man... As of right now, y'all, y'all got to check bookec3.com. Again, man, we got banners everywhere. Shout out to A1 Designs. Take a picture of those banners and stickers, y'all. Tag me in it, and we're going to get you in that raffle. Join the mailing list, y'all. The mailing list is where it's at. You're going to have access to all our podcasts. All the information that you need is going to be on there. And, uh, God, it's it's a great ride right now. I'm grateful for everything we got going on. Uh, the merchandise is great. You know, buy a DJ EC3 shirt. The original shirts are for sale. Uh, the Keep Grinding shirts, Keep Grinding 2.0, the EC3 character, East Side and, um, EC3 on the East Side. Uh, beanies are coming out. We have um, air fresheners coming out. We're here to promote, 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 promote. We're here to show the world that we can make it out of this thing, man. And it's, it's, a, it's a great story. It's a great time. And I'm thankful for every gig that I've been getting. Thank you, everybody, for riding with me. Thank you, everybody, for booking my services shout out to highland high for having me for a great lunch dance man it was packed it was crazy i loved it um i need that sometimes you know no matter how you know how successful we are i think i'm still my biggest critic and i think anybody who's creative could be their biggest critic or or is their biggest critic and just to see that people appreciate your work and what you do with music and how you're able to blend music and how you can make people react to the music you're playing because you're reading it um it's a great thing it's special and i'm 
eternally grateful for that. I'm eternally grateful for the opportunity every time to do what I love in my life. And that's why coaching brings a lot of joy in my life. I love it. I fucking love it. And it's good to be back in it. And that's why we named this episode 104, Back In It. Again, y'all, I appreciate everybody coming through. Sorry we don't have a guest this week. We just need to get something out just to show people what's been going on. I got a lot of love for y'all. Remember to follow the STS Podcast 661 on Instagram and Twitter. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts today. Episode 104, Back In It, your guest, Ernie C. The Gap Tooth Genius, and we out.